are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Soak Pod. In this episode, we'll be discussing how Trey Young is destined for greatness starting tonight. Um, as I mean, starting tomorrow night actually. Um, as we all know, the Phoenix Suns, as I predicted, has advanced to NBA Finals, much to the disappointment of the few Clippers fans out there, and whoever um, hates um, seeing team hates seeing teams deserved teams win just because of injuries or whatnot. Um. So yeah, um, Trey Young and Giannis were both out last night. It's like Giannis's injury is slightly worse than Trey Young's, according to many reports. Trey Young should be back um, on Saturday tomorrow for the um, Game Six Elimination Game at at and at Atlanta in the Eastern Conference Finals. And obviously, if they lose, they're out, and it'll be a Bucks versus Suns matchup. So, why I think Trey Young is destined for greatness on Game Six? Well or the next night. It's his second elimination night. Um the last time or he, he was up he was he had faced two elimination games during these playoffs, both against the seventy sixers. Um and of course the Hawks won both games, um mostly thanks to Trey Young, of course, especially in game seven, single digit win, Trey Young, twenty one points, ten assists. Um I guess in their game in their game six victory. Or, well, actually, it only faced elimination once. They went up three to two against the Seventy Sixers. My bad. But yeah, in the elimination game, Trey Young did pretty solid. I guess overall, it might not be like a vintage performance, given that the main highlight or the low light of that game seven was basically Ben Simmons passing up open shots, not being the number one draft pick, top overall prospect that he has been, and living up to the hype. But I think in this one, it's much different. It's not like win and advance and lose and go home. The only situation is lose and go home. And I think Trey Young has that killer ice cold mentality. He has shown to be clutch, hitting buzzer beaters, game winners in different situations. And I think tomorrow night will be no different. I anticipate Trey Young, even though he's coming off, I guess, an ankle sprain, a slight, a minor injury, I still think Trey Young. Can, will put up a 40-plus point performance for sure and help his team to a Game 6 victory. Um, Giannis is quite unlikely to return. Even if he does, he won't be as near as a perfect, as good condition as Trey Young since many people thought Trey Young could have returned last night, but I guess for precautions, he still sat out for a second straight game. So he had quite a bit more rest. And yeah, I just think um, Trey Young and the rest of the team will go off, um, given that the role players are all doing very well, as we saw last night, um, or, yeah, last night, um, John Collins, solid game, Bogdan Bodanovich, he went off, 28 points, Lou Williams did very solid, Don Gallinari, very solid, bunch of shooters, and with Trey Young coming back, it'll be much more lethal, considering um, the Hawks still did a very solid job even with most of their bench players. And I think yesterday was a bit of a lucky game, given that um, it took a lot of Milwaukee Bucks players to have a good game. Most of them inconsistent, such as Brooke Lopez. I don't think he'll put up another 30-point performance. Chris Middleton, you saw in game 
four. He wasn't doing the best, but yesterday he had a pretty solid game. 26-13-8, very, very solid. Drew Holiday, 25 points, 13 assists. He usually doesn't put up those numbers that good, so I think in game six, they might, the Bucks might cool off a bit, and Trey Young will definitely put up a memorable performance and solidify himself as definitely one of the top three-point guards in the league. It's a very competitive spot right now, but if Trey Young's able to get them over the hump to the finals, it'll be very interesting to see the point guard battle in the finals, the old versus the new. And I think Trey Young, at this moment, is better than Chris Paul. If you swap positions, I think the I think the clip um, the Suns would do much better with Trey Young as their number one point guard, even though he doesn't have the veteran mentality and all that and leadership. Like right now, I think Trey Young's a top three point guard. Um, Number one, Steph Curry. Number two, Doncic. Number three, Trey Young. I think a CP3 will be number four overall as a point guard. I guess in this season, um, CP3 will probably be rated higher for MVP and all that. But overall, as how good they are as a point guard and all that kind of stuff, I put Trey Young as top three. And I think he'll solidify my um, opinion of him as top three if he goes off, which he will, um, tomorrow to lead the. Hawks to a Game 6 victory. Type the series for an epic Game 7. Um, I guess the second straight Game 7 that the Bucks and the Hawks take part in, which will be very good. Um, I think it'll draw decent ratings, maybe not as high as the Bucks and Nets, of course, given that not as much star power, but all the best for Giannis. Hopefully he returns for Game 7. It'll be a very epic showdown. Um, I, I just love watching the Hawks play since they have so many shooters, so many, I guess, Role players who are very solid players like Gallinari, his lottery pick, Kevin Herter, Bogdanovich, and like John Collins. He can do a lot of very skilled big men. And just Trey Young, the one who's leading the charge, and Lou Williams, the veteran. It's, it's somehow I enjoyed watching this team play. It seems like a very solid team, but it, I didn't think they'd make it this far because they haven't really. Like none, none of their players have really proved it that they could take the team to the next level but I guess collectively the team is very very strong and yeah it's been a very nice run from them um overall I'd yeah I'm that's just my thoughts on Trey Young and why I think he'll be putting up another 40 point performance um other news in I guess hockey news um there's no surprise um, the Lightning are up on the Canadians. Of course, I-, I would love for the Canadians to probably win the Cup Montreal, but as I predicted earlier, I guess Lightning, Montreal, Tampa Bay Montreal, or Islanders Montreal matchup would be most ideal, and I got one of them. Obviously, the Lightning are super dominant. Of course, Kucherov, basically the playoff MVP by far for the Lightning. Um, he missed most of the season. But it was pretty good rest, um, I guess. A lot of people are on tired legs while he was pretty fresh for the playoffs and he has basically the biggest contributor for Lightning. Um, Vasilevsky, of course, very solid in net as well, but I, I think um, Kucherov has, has much contributed much more overall. And yeah, it's pretty cool seeing them like this. Um... Do I think Montreal can make a comeback? I wouldn't rule it out. 
It'll be very, very cool to see Montreal make another comeback, maybe a 3-0 comeback instead of a 3-1 this time. That'd be really nice to see. Um, like, yeah, it's been like a, kind of like a Cinderella run for Montreal so far. They kind of barely made the playoffs in a, in a sense. And then they came 3-1 against the Leafs, swept the Jets, beat the Golden Knights, I think, at seven or six games. And now they're against the Lightning, the defending champs. It would be cool to see Carey Price get his first ring, but I wouldn't mind seeing um, Stamkos and Kucherov going back-to-back. These past few seasons have not been the most ideal, of course, for hockey, um, given the whole Canada bubble thing and all that, but it really shows how strong the Atlantic division is this year. Like, Given how the Montreal Canadiens did do too well in their division, but they're still able to dominate their opponents quite a bit, like beating... Vegas in six games. That was quite a surprise. <laughs> beating, sweeping, I guess, beating the other two teams who are who many seem think are much stronger. Um, yeah. Uh, my predictions overall. I think Lightning in five. They've just been way too dominant. They're they're much they're much different compared to the competition that Montreal faced earlier. Even though. In the earlier episode, I said whoever comes out of the Atlantic Division or the Canadian Division might might not have as much, I guess, competition or experience against the variety of opponents, I guess, everyone else has faced or the American environment and all that. But I don't know; it's just different. Um, they've do- dominated differently compared to how the other comp- competitors, the, Can- the Montreal Canadiens, have faced. It's like Montreal, um, they've carried Price, who is only decent. Um, it's not as good, and it really shows, I guess, the skill difference. Tampa Bay is much more skilled compared to them, and yeah, I think a better matchup before the Lightning is probably Vegas or Colorado, or yeah, even the Hurricane, as mentioned, in who who the Lightning have beaten in five games <laughs> a few series ago. So yeah, overall, um, I, th- I think this would be a quite relaxing, not relaxing, but quite convincing victory for the Lightning, and seeing it go back-to-back, that'd be pretty interesting. Um, in terms of other sports, um, not much recap in the baseball, except um, the all-star results, I guess all-star starting lineup results ha- were just announced yesterday. And yeah, American League All Star, um, three Blue Jays made it in the roster. Um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. leading the way, most votes. Um, obviously Shohei Otani, um, much deserved. I guess one of MVP contenders as well. And Ta- Tatis Jr. Um, all three of them are pretty much, I guess, the best in the league right now on a different level. But yeah. Oitani, um, I guess, not sure how he wasn't a world leader since he's been so dominant, like, both on pitching and hitting, but, yeah, um, it's just, I guess, Vlad Guerrero Jr., um, his offense is just much, a bit better and much more flashier, and his overall play, batting average, is really, 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 like, all-star levels. Mm. Excuse me. So, 
yeah, it's pretty cool seeing the all-star votes, seeing a lot of first-time all-stars. Um, surprisingly, there weren't any um, Astro players <laughs> um, on all-star starting roster. But yeah, overall, the catcher, Salvador Perez, like, like damn, has been very solid for a very long time. Ever, si even, ever since the Royals um, 2015 um, World Series champs, like Salvador Perez, Perez, still a very consistent factor on the Royals, no matter all their roster changes and all that. They're franchise player, I guess, by now. And, um, yeah, gets another starting nod. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, Marcus Semyon, Blue Jays. Um, Rafael Devers on the Red Sox. He's been pretty solid this season, leading the league in RBIs. Uh, Xander Bogarts. Um, shortstop, and yeah, his very, I guess Red Sox have been doing pretty good this, this season as well. Um, Mike Trout, obviously he's injured, unfortunately, um, like Angels and Mike Trout, I don't think they'll ever find success given what's been going on like all these years, it's really bad luck. They have Mike Trout and Shohei, but yeah, it's just impossible for the Angels to do anything, <laughs> which kind of sucks. Aaron Judge, Obviously, another star player. Yankees, pretty sure he'll get the fan votes, of course. One very solid player. And Tiascar Hernandez. Um, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Um, I guess, yeah, he's been doing very solid this season as well for the Blue Jays. But the Blue Jays are not the most successful in terms of team. They're not. Still a few games behind the standings for the AL East. So, yeah, still like. Eight nine games behind, so the Reds, Red Sox, who have been completely dominating everyone. But of course, the AL East is, I think, the most competitive division by far in the MLB, and especially count up the Orioles, of course. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, who, I guess, if anyone can catch the Red Sox, which I don't think they will. For the National League, Buster Posey. Um, a franchise player for the Giants again, him and Salvador Perez. Um, Freddie Freeman, first base. Adam Frazier, second base. Arenado, third base. Yeah, him for the Cardinals the first time. I always thought of, always thought he'd be like a Rocky for life, but he's on the Cardinals now. He's doing pretty solid. Really solid on both ends of the, like, offensively and def defensively. Um... And for outfielders, I don't really know them too much. Robert Acuna Jr., Nick Castellanos, and Jesse Winker. I guess they're all solid players overall, but and they're up-and-coming stars. But overall, um, not really too many big surprises. In and this is just fan voting, so it's not a super big deal. But yeah, those are the MLB All-Star um, starters that we have this year. So, yeah, overall, this is the episode. This is it for this episode of the Zesty's Void Pod. Um, just wanted to highlight and get it off my chest that Trey Young is here and he's a superstar. And the game tomorrow night, I think he's going to go all out and really prove it. So, yeah, stay zesty, everyone.